guys and girls and everybody. This is Lissa Mandel from the Bitch Seat Podcast. As some of you may know, we are a part of the Atlantic Transmission Network, which is a network that puts out all kinds of great podcasts. A great way to support our show and our sister shows is to visit theatlantictransmission.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the homepage. It's all the same great Amazon stuff at the same great price, but we get a small piece for sending you there. So if you want to keep shows like The Bitch Seat going, keep us happy, then, uh, you know, throw in your pennies. You don't even have to pay anything extra. everybody and thank you for coming to Hollywood tonight on this beautiful day. Um, this is the Bitch Seat. It's a live and sometimes not live show and tell for grown-ups um, and uh, an interview show about youth because everybody has one. So that's one thing that we can all agree on in this country. Yay. Um, so every show we have a theme and uh, tonight's theme is going to be the new kid. I do this a little bit selfishly because I am the new kid in L.A. right now. Uh, my boyfriend and co-host, Phil, who you'll meet in a moment, moved here from New York two months ago. Uh, we finally made the leap. And um, I've been totally lost, pretty much. And nothing makes a New Yorker angrier than not knowing what's going on. Um, except for inefficiency and fake people. So I think we came to the right place, right? Um, I, I rode the subway for the first time the other day here. Um, <laughs> you've never done that? I, well, I had to because I was feeling really unmoored. And uh, I was used to riding this subway at least two hours a day in New York. Um, and I felt a little bit uncomfortable, mostly because the seats are carpeted here, which I think is a very bad choice. Um, but, like, I couldn't really relax into it because, like, I'm used to New York dirt. Like, that's dirt that I understand. That's dirt that I contribute to. L.A. dirt is unfamiliar dirt, so I couldn't... It's still pretty cool, though. I got to say, it ran pretty efficiently. I was surprised. Um, and then, of course, I got here just in time for the uh, famous rainy season. Um, I'm going to take credit for bringing that here. It's good for you. I'm your Jewish mother. I brought it from the East Coast. Okay, so to kick this off, um, I'm going to read uh, one of my old, old things. This is a composition book from... Um, like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, kind of a, a collaboration of those things. And um, I'm going to read uh, a story that will show, or I'm sorry, chapter one of a novel that's going to show you exactly how anxious I was as a person then and still am now. Um, this is from April 1995. So I was in, what was it, Allison? Fifth grade? Sixth? Si what? I'm older than you. <laughs> okay, chapter one, the ride. Anastasia took a deep breath. The aromas of a fair swirled around her. The sticky sweetness of cotton candy, the smoky burning smell of hamburgers, the crashing and clanking of the rides rang in her ears. Anastasia and Beth had gone to the annual fair in Chesterbury, not a real place. Everything seemed to be going on at once, and Anastasia was taking it all in. For the moment, she was entranced and in her own world, so captured by the brilliance of it, in fact, that it took her a while to notice that Beth was tugging on her shirt. 
Come on, Stasia, she whined. Let's go on the Thunder Loop. Anastasia finally came back to Earth and was dragged by Beth to the long line. She glanced up at the train of small windowed cars that flew wildly over the thin metal roller coaster track. Though she didn't want to admit it to daredevil Beth, Anastasia was a little nervous about going on the wild ride. But she clammed up because Beth wouldn't hear of missing one ride at that fair. As the line of cars slowed to a stop, Anastasia gulped nervously. Then she gave herself a pep talk and climbed into the tiny cube-like car. Well, here goes, she thought. I mean, I really could hit the foreshadowing on the head a little bit more. She forced the horrible possibilities out of her mind. Anyway, what could go wrong? The ride started slowly, giving the passengers some time to get ready. Little by little, the train began to speed up. Anastasia's momentum built rapidly. Her long golden hair was swept off her neck with a forceful gust of wind. As they picked up speed, Anastasia felt her heart race. She glanced over to Beth, who had her hands in the air and was singing, yelling rather, the verses to her favorite song. Anastasia felt herself finally begin to let go of her every fear. She threw her head back and let the train carry her through her wildest dreams. (laughs) Suddenly, there was a jolt, and Anastasia was knocked out of her fantasy. What was that? She asked Beth, caution creeping back and making her shiver. Probably just part of the ride. Beth had no intention of settling for a bad time. But Beth was wrong. To everyone's horror, the train began racing wild circles around the loop. Sparks flew off the metal track. Anastasia's heart jumped into her throat and she felt frantic tears forming in the corners of her eyes. Before she knew what was happening, the train, which was now at the top of the loop, flew off the track at over 100 miles per hour. Anastasia heard gasps and screams all over the fair. As the cars crashed to the ground, she felt a paralyzing pain that shot through her whole body. Everything was awkwardly focused as if she were wearing a pair of thick-lensed binoculars. Anastasia could see every face, could hear every horrified scream. Suddenly, there was a blinding white light. And then, everything went black. Story to be continued. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so uh, that's where my head is always at, but a little bit less so out here, I have to say. I feel my brain kind of like loosening up like cooked ramen noodles. It's great. So um, without further ado, oh, I'm sorry. There's a picture of me that I would like to show about being the new kid. So listen, this is at Girl Scout Camp, Camp Murray, New Haven, Connecticut. Here's me looking like really nonplussed about the whole situation per usual. Um, I... I wasn't the new kid when I was growing up ever because my parents lived in one house the whole for my whole life. They still live there now, which is why I'm able to do this show because I kept everything. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome my co-host and boyfriend and uh, partner in crime, Phil. So Phil. What's up? Hey, guys. <laughs> You want to tell me a story about being the new kid? Uh, yeah. I don't necessarily know if I was a new kid then, but um, it was it culminated in this year. Let's hit next there. Okay. Here we so, are. Who's that? Looking like you're in the mob already. <laughs> okay, that's fucking racist. Um, I'm, it's a Catholic face. It's a card I'm that a I, if I pull that card, I always get a laugh. Fine. Yeah. Good. Yeah, keep milking it. Anyway, <laughs> so this is me and my best friend at the time, John Milkowitz. Uh, John. Speaking of milking it. When we were new kids. When we were new kids. What, what are you? You're like one of the bullies now. They used to call him Milky Tits. 
He he joined the Marine Reserves. He's a great guy, wonderful friend still to this day. Anyway, but we discovered each other on the first day of seventh grade when we were new to that. And all my friends are like, Phil, listen, no one likes Star Wars here. So you're going to have to like not talk to anyone about Star Wars. <laughs> Is that okay? And then they like saw this kid across the way with a Boba Fett t-shirt. The same Boba Fett t-shirt that I owned. And he was like, well, maybe this guy, you could talk to this guy. <laughs> and so then at, at study hall, we, were, we had the same study hall uh, teacher. And he was reading uh, Tales from Jabba's Palace, which is uh, a Star Wars book that I also owned at the time. <laughs> and so <laughs> I like, turned to him and I was like, you, you're reading Tales from Jabba's Palace? It's like, yeah, it's like, that's like one of my favorite books. <laughs> and then we were, we were friends for a long time. But this was, this was at the end of our eighth grade, which was a really tumultuous eighth grade. Because I was another, I was a new kid once again. Because that summer, going into eighth, I uh, discovered that I wanted to be an actor. So I, I did the summer musical, because I was going to take a speech class, because I stuttered at the time. What was the summer musical? Aladdin. <laughs> Except... Uh, not the Aladdin you're thinking of. <laughs> the Aladdin where because they can't afford to make a monkey outfit, they took the tiniest kid and just made him a mute and called him a poo. So, What? You know. Oh. A poo. The monkey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is it a poo or a boo? Uh, I think it's a boo. Who's a poo? Simpsons. Okay, listen. You're there's fired. one letter and one's upside down. <laughs> It was flipped. Just uh, say you're dyslexic. It's fine. I'm dyslexic. So uh, <laughs> that year I was a new kid again because I joined drama club, but I couldn't really hang with those kids because the shows weren't actually shows. They were uh, a two-act play that had like a 20-minute techno dance, choreographed dance scene in the middle of it, uh, and I couldn't dance. I was a little overweight. So I was sort of relegated to guy who doesn't like what they're doing, a.k.a. the villain. So I would come in and be like, I disapprove. And then like off stage, get beat up. It was done. And then I got kicked out because somebody fake that I saw, sent letters to the drama teacher. You were framed? I was framed, basically. I was framed. I wouldn't do that. Somebody confronted me in the bathroom. Listen, if all this shit didn't happen, you wouldn't have turned to comedy later no, in life. So. No, I just, I have continual milestones of grudges. And I will continue to <laughs> as my life goes on. Like this was the grudge from when I was 13. And then going into like set, like, High school was the grudge against my high school drama teacher who you, you're secretly having sex with my grandfather and you can't give me the lead once in a while. What is this shit? What is this? I mean, I hate to like lay into that New Jersey stereotype, but I really am very tempted. Small town. It's a small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Italian Twin Peaks. Okay. <laughs> We're rewatching the old Twin, Pe Twin Peaks right now in preparation for the new one. And, um, Man, that show is weird. Oh, it dips my in God. quality so much that now I openly scream "fuck you" when I see Wyndham Earl. Uh, if you, if you're watching, what, what is that? Okay, they, we're not okay. going into. I'm sorry. Wyndham I'm Earl. sorry. Okay, we're done. It's worth it though. Um, so let's uh, get this party started, please. Right. So, oh, thanks. Thank you. Um, so we have uh, a ton of amazing guests tonight, actually. I don't know how we're going to squash them all in there, but they're all pretty game people. Um, our first guest, um, she's got a skedaddle because she's about to go headline at Flappers because she's a big fucking deal. Um, she is a writer for Conan, uh, Emmy winning. She has released uh, several albums, including 45 Jokes About My Dead Dad. You may have go seen ahead. her on Best Week Ever, among many other commentary shows. Give it up for Lori Kilmartin. Yeah. 
Thanks, guys. Oh, well, welcome, welcome. Lori, do you uh, have any particular moments that you can remember about being the new kid? Um, here, I, w- I, I mostly stayed in the same place as a kid, but where I was where was that? Uh, Pleasant Hill, Walnut Creek, California. Okay. Walnut Creek, California. Um, and uh, I switched schools. Uh, I was probably in one of the early charter schools. Mm-hmm. My parents like waited in line overnight and watched Roots uh, <laughs> on a TV someone brought to the line. And so I was, I was, um, the school took over one wing of a kind of a tough school Mm -hmm. uh, that I would have gone to anyway. So I just went to the charter wing and it was called Academics Plus, um, which got (laughs) several people beaten up <laughs> yeah the, uh, the kids whose parents didn't give a shit about them Wait, so the charter <laughs> school them. the charter school was attached to the non-charter it school just, we just took over one wing of the oh. of yeah the i feel like school. that must have yeah. caused yeah. some yeah. some we rough were, had combined recesses oh and, my god yeah Yikes. it was horrible it was that's horrible. very volatile did you guys yeah. have a dress code so they could pick you out yes yes oh, oh no. boy yeah. oh <laughs> yeah it was bad i'm sorry yeah yeah. That's a terrible yeah. idea. It was, it was How horrible. old were you when was, you? Uh, well, I was at the unimpressionable age of twelve. Oh, so, that's the uh, worst! <laughs> oh my god! When every girl loves to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe uh, you sent us a few pictures of yourself when you were younger. Can at, we? At uh, your request, I don't normally. Well, I appreciate it. Can Beowulf? Can we see a, a photo of Lori here? Yeah. yeah. That was the last time I was flat chested. I. <laughs> That girl had no idea how much her life was going to be ruined, but oh, oh well. I hope I, I hope I enjoyed it while I had it. Let's that's a, me. Bra- that's the last time I was braless, guys. Your hair right is there. so great. It's like a perfect bowl cut. <laughs> um, I think I, it was a grown-out uh, Hamill camel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dorothy Hamill. Nice. She's a figure skater, mm-hmm. and Princess Diana later took it over, but it was originally Dorothy Hamill. Were you a figure skater? No, but uh, I wanted to look like one. Of course. So, <laughs> how old were you here? Were you 12? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I think, yeah. Well, would you like to uh, give some context for this artifact that you're going to share? This is, um, I went to a Catholic high school called Cronulet High School, and I didn't realize uh, I was uh, slightly pro-life back in the day, but we, we had a, we had a, uh, <laughs> we had a religion book. Uh, here we go, abortions, question and answers. This is, <laughs> this is freshman year of high school, and um, here's the phone number to birthright. <laughs> which is the Catholic version of Planned Parenthood where they talk you into having the baby. Oh, different from the and Jewish birthright where they send you to Israel for two weeks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very different. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I needed to clarify. I didn't, uh, yeah. This is not a majority Catholic audience. Yeah. So. No, ca- no, I have to uh, say, I think you're the only non-Jewish guest tonight, which is an accident, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and abortion, what the court said. So anyway, uh, these are a lot of pamphlets I glued. Um, and... Uh, I guess I'll read a little bit. Yeah. Um, the, it was Q&A where we would have to write a question down then and answer it. And then a nun would read it. And so just... <laughs> and grade you on it? Uh, just comment. Uh, is abortion right or wrong? And I said, it's wrong in a sense to kill somebody. But if you're raped or something... <laughs> uh, or something? <laughs> I didn't know what else happened. You gotta uh, leave the door open. All I heard open. about was rape. You gotta leave the door um, open. I think it's wrong, depending on the circumstances. So uh, I did leave the door open for myself to have an abortion uh, if I were to be so lucky to be raped. Um, <laughs> that's, the, that's the only... Uh... And then there's this, also I noticed this, um, 
For January 9th, uh, I, w I was supposed to write a summary, and uh, I, I, was, I wrote, absent. According to Agnes, who is my friend, we didn't do anything that day. And then the, the nun, Sister Eleanor, read the journal and, mm -hmm. and wrote, we discussed questions from the day before. <laughs> so, Exclamation so point. Agnes, Agnes in a lot of trouble. Uh, yeah. Poor Agnes. What's Poor, she up to? She uh, has a, a horse ranch in Humboldt County. Not bad. <laughs> oh, hey, she's living large. She's doing okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's what I, this is what I brought. So how, so you wrote, this is from high school, you said. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And at what point did you, did your mind start to shift away from those conservative views or is it still I, I don't want to make assumptions um no it's I mean uh it's very it's very switched <laughs> now uh, I think after uh I kind of didn't think about it I wasn't having sex so it wasn't even a mm -hmm. thing to think about it was just beyond me right and um uh after the after I lost my virginity I I of course I didn't use a condom <laughs> I didn't want to you know uh put the guy out um, well, you were being a good domestic I woman. I just was trying to be. You were cool keeping the man happy, and right? Chill and yeah. you know, fun and stuff. <laughs> and I think he had a good time, so I'm I'm happy with my decision. But um, I had to. I then I went to Planned Parenthood and mm -hmm. got a prescription for Plan B because uh, you need a prescription. Mm -hmm. Everybody then. donate to Planned Parenthood. Do it now. Yeah. Yes. So uh, so either 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 I wasn't pregnant or that baby got ejected. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and then I started thinking about that shit. Yeah, and we're, so I assume your parents were were Catholic as well. Yes, when, yes, yeah. And were you an only child? No, I have one sister, um, older or younger. Younger. Yeah. And so, were you setting the good example of being like the perfect child for her? Um, she's, you know, I, they say they if you're more than four years apart, you're you're like only children, but just. Space, you know, oh, mm -hmm. like it, it, mm -hmm. like my sister is almost an only child because I'm four and a half years older than her. Oh, so she, you. I had no influence on her. Um, she, <laughs> she had her own first her own, child. Yeah, I wasn't stuff I, to deal I, with. I wasn't anything to aspire to. If if you look at her life, it's pretty different from mine. She's, mm -hmm. a, she's a child psychiatrist. I don't think that's very different from being a comedian, to be honest. <laughs> you know, you're probably. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, were when you were at this school. You were a good girl. I yes, I was. Yeah, you're yeah, a yeah. rule follower. Yes, yeah, very much so. Oh, good. Yeah, I I uh, don't have like that wild, crazy comic background of being you know always getting in trouble. And all Me that neither. Stuff. I yeah. I always feel left out about it too. I feel like yeah. Phil has had many more. I was in marching band. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they I was a part of the drum line. They blamed us for every stuff, all the stuff we didn't do. So I may as well have been a troublemaker. You know. I do think that male comics come from that perspective a bit more than yes. female comics do. Yes. Yeah. I felt like I had to be of a certain age before I could start breaking rules. Yeah. I think. Right, right. Or like speaking yeah. on my voice or Even anything. like the first year of open mics, you're still, your joke structure is perfect. And then you, right. and you go, fuck, and I'm going to say pussy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, Even though it's not PC. Yeah. Beowulf, we got a picture of her, I think, in high school. I yeah. Believe? Yeah. Yep. So you look like, this looks like the 1950s. I know it's not. Um, um, yeah, but that's the late 70s. Yeah, this is a great dress. 70s. Do you yeah, still own killer. it? I, uh, I don't still own it. I'm sorry. My mother sewed it as she sewed most of my clothes. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. awesome. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. you were very, like, homespun family. Yeah. I, yeah. She, they were, we were just sort of uh, on the 
on the bubble financially, so it, it made sense to sew stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, we had to save up for the Catholic school that I would re reject wholesale. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a, one more adorable picture of okay. you up here, yes. um, which I just uh, love. Work in the props, guys. Uh, <laughs> that's me when I was 19. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's uh, so, four or something like that. What exactly, what got you out of the Catholic habit? Uh, no pun intended. Oh no! <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> what was the What was the moment that made you realize maybe I shouldn't? Um, I guess being female. Fair. Yeah. Out of it. <laughs> there's like, yeah. <laughs> there's no room for women in the Catholic Church, yeah. and then the entire story seems suspect. And I, I, I remember going because you're supposed to believe uh, the Holy Trinity, which is uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, Wait, what is it? The whole like yeah. father, son, father, Holy son. Yes, yes, yes. That, you're I'm Catholic too, right. and I lost that. There's, okay. a, there's a few more Catholics in it. <laughs> they're different and the same. And I was like, no, you can't. They three and one aren't the same. No, number. I had the same thing because it bothered me. Yeah, I went to this um uh, uh mixed religion like weekend. What was it called? Interfaith weekend, oh, okay. right? Because with my synagogue, Allison might have been there too. And so it was, it was the synagogue and the Catholic church and then the congregational church. Well, she had the same recess. And they, yeah. <laughs> and when the Catholic church... Oh likes a good callback. All right. Oh my, I thought that Sorry. was a patronizing <laughs> laugh. That was genuine. Uh, yeah, All right. So I, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. I was like, there's no logic behind that, so I can't really believe in it. Also, Catholics think that the... That the Eucharist is actually the body. Okay, that, and uh, then there's the Virgin Conception, and right. But I'm about to I'm about to make a lot of people angry at me right now, so I'm gonna stop. Listen, I do believe that there is some kind of force, and I don't know what it is, and that's all I'm gonna say. Um, I, it's the Writers Guild. That's yeah. the force, <laughs> <laughs> and well, it's about to go on strike. Apparently, <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. I just got I here. just got the email. I know. I know. I know. Uh well. Yeah. Listen, I have a gift for you. Oh my. Um, we give all of our guests gifts that are um, pieces of detritus from my uh, bedroom from the house where I grew up. But they're totally oh cool. Gosh. Thank you. Yep, things that you, you might want to just throw right in the garbage if you want, and I won't feel bad. So I'm going to go into this Delia's box here. And this is right from my <laughs> from the shelf next to my Murphy bed. Um, it is, uh, I think, an incense holder. Work? No, it's an incense holder, and there's also a blue light oh, bulb. This they're is, not related. This but is, Thank you. This that, is like two gifts. Yeah, that's two. yes to throw away yes, exactly. instead of one. Exactly. Thank you. Just, exactly. Yeah. You um, just got to take it with you. Sweet. As soon as you get outside of here, you can do whatever you want with it. Just, <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Just take it away. When people leave their their gifts like in our podcast booth, I get really sad I would about never it. do that. I would never do <laughs> that. You. I'll leave it on a shelf out there. And if you guys want a memento. And somebody will buy it from Meltdown. Um, <laughs> would you like to uh, plug anything before you go? Oh, um, I have a special on CISO. That yeah. If you saw... Yeah, and um, <laughs> it's uh, CISO's like free for the first week, so you could just sign up and then quit if you <laughs> if you want to be a dick about it. But it's like four dollars a month. But anyway, it's called Forty Five Jokes About My Dead Dad, and it's all it's comedy about cancer and dying in hospice. Listen, we need comedy about it. We need it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Lori, thank you so much for yeah, being on the bitch seat. Thanks, great guys. to have you. Yeah. Thank you. Lori Kill Martin, everybody. That's great. Oh, God, I'm going to yeah. regret those comments about Catholicism oh, probably whatever. for the rest of my I'm life. Catholic. I'm so sorry if I have offended anybody. I'm, I'm Catholic. I'm here. I'm representing. You're fine. Okay, great. Thanks. We've said far worse about our own religion. And I was about to say Catholic birthright.
the pilgrimage is to the suburbia where they where you grow your kids. That's basically where you grow your kids. You grow your kids like you a field of off, corn, basically. <laughs> and you send them off to school and then hope for the best, and uh, then they all go to college and realize it's all fake. <laughs> that's uh-huh. <laughs> millennials. Is, that's I'm so afraid <laughs> to have children. They're just going to turn against me. Um, all right. So coming up next right now, we've got uh, one, uh, our first interlude. I'm not sure if I'm going to call it a musical interlude because I'm not quite sure what he's bringing, but he's uh, an old time friend of the show. Um, you may, you've, may have seen him all over the place on TV on Conan. He was on Letterman. He was a finalist on Last Comic Standing. He's a psychedelic warrior. Give it up for Mike Kaplan. Mike, we're thank you. We're gonna thank we're gonna you. vacate and oh. let you do your thing, okay. yeah. and then we'll be back. Okay, bye. Bye. So, uh, I'm the new kid on stage, all by himself. <laughs> uh, I was a 12 year old kid. I almost said it wrong. I was gonna say I was trying to say I was 12 years old, but I said I was 12 year old. So I was like, oh, I was 12 year old kid. <laughs> I forgot the word A, not the letter S. (laughs) Forgot a whole word, but it's also one letter. Guys, I'll start in a minute. I'm very funny. But uh, my parents moved, uh, and I had to go with them when I was 12. Uh, I I went to a school with the same kids up to eighth grade, and so I was supposed to stay till eighth grade ended, but the house that we had sold fast, and they were like, well... Say goodbye to your friends and say hello to not new friends. Uh, they didn't say it like that, but that's what happened. Um, you know, I, I used to think that when you moved, you had to find somebody who wanted your house and you wanted their house. <laughs> Did you guys know that? <laughs> Did you guys know that I felt that? <laughs> Did anybody else think that? Great. Uh, new kid. So... Uh, I got to this new school with, uh, so I have glasses now that are like not real big, but that's not what was the case before. And my hair is like okay now, but also wasn't then. Uh, like my grandfather used to comb my hair until I was 10 and then he died. And uh, then nobody combed my hair <laughs> till I started like blow drying it when I was 14. But there was a couple of years where it was just like, uh-oh, you know, uh, and that's when we moved and I had to, meet new people, so I remember the first day of eighth grade at this new school with, you know, a hundred kids who knew each other since before, and me, uh, not that, uh, and I, w- I think I was late to school, yeah, oh man, I remember all this, oh god, uh, I stood outside to get the bus where I was told to get the bus, and then I, I was in eighth grade, and I saw the bus was like full of like little kids. And so like the bus opened when it got there and I was like, is this the bus to Cavallini, the name of the school? And he was like, no. I was like, okay. So I just kept standing there for a while and then no other bus came. And the, uh, the little kid school was across the street from my school. So I was supposed to get on that bus. So I don't know if I had to walk. It was like a mile and a half. Or if my mom came home from work and like brought me. I was like, I'm not going to go to the first day. (laughs) She's like, it's important to go. So I came in like in the middle of one class. And they were like, who's this guy? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who I am. Uh, 
but finally, I, I had a fir- my first full class was science, and then the si- you know it was the first day, so we did like a icebreaker kind of stuff. You know, they were like, "We're gonna learn everybody's name with alliterative adjective nicknames." Are you guys familiar with alliterative adjectives? Here's an example if you're not familiar with them. Alliterative adjectives. That's one of them. <laughs> Nick names is another one. <laughs> Arguably. So is there anybody doesn't get it? Like what what is your name, Miss? Allison. So if you had to pick an alliterative adjective nickname, what would you pick? I'll give you some examples, like Smart Scott or Big Ben or uh, you know. Uh, Allison, awesome. Let's. I just, let me. I'll just give you one tweak. Uh, are you? Let me ask quick. Are you a native English speaker? That's great. Do you speak any other languages like French or Spanish? Not at all. Okay. Well, you kind of do. Uh, exotic, Allison. Um, yeah, I would just. I just recommend putting the adjective before the noun. That's all. Uh, just like pretty, pretty classic English speaking. Uh, sorry that happened, but it's also look how much joy you brought to everybody, uh, sir. Next to you, what is your name, sir? Michael. And what would you pick if you had to pick one? Mean. Wow. Whoa. Hey, are you mean? Oh, okay. Well, that was mean of you to do then. Okay. Uh, why'd you lie to me? You are mean. Okay, you didn't lie. Well, this is difficult. So. Uh, and one, one more next to Alice on the other side. Dana. And what would you pick if you had to... Dana? That's great. Dana, I feel like you did it the best. Uh... That's true. You're right. Allison, you were the bravest. You are Allison awesome. I'll also tell you, here's some examples of people that got it wrong in the past. Uh, let's see, should I do my favorite? There was a girl named Roxy, and I was like, what would you be, Roxy? And she said, Foxy Roxy. <laughs> I was like, oh, you, you changed all the, you, you were supposed to, you did the opposite of uh, exactly, like you, you rhymed. <laughs> Rhyming is the opposite of alliteration, where you just change the first letter when you're only supposed to leave the first letter. <laughs> like, rhyming Roxy would have been great, but she was showing rather than telling. <laughs> Uh, there was another, this, I guess I, I don't remember them all now, but there was, uh, a guy named Zach and I was like, oh, what, what would you be Zach? And he's like, dumb Zach. <laughs> I was like, he is or isn't dumb Zach. <laughs> uh, so anyway, and also I think my, the reason I'm doing all this is because my story from eighth grade was the worst that I, I mean, Everything feels like the worst when you're, it's gonna be fine or it's not. I have a very good friend uh, who's here tonight and we're gonna do something later. And when I told them the story for the first time, he was like, oh God, <laughs> I, feel, I feel for you, past you. <laughs> uh, so get ready to feel for me, you guys. Uh, if you want, you don't have to. Uh, if you think that I'm mean, Michael, uh, for the way that I treated Allison awesome. Uh, pretty fun. Hey, do you guys, all your letters is mad. Anyway, so, uh, if you sat the other way, it'd be damn. Okay, so, uh, maybe you should find, like, a Nathan to hang out with. But, uh, you don't have to. So, this is the kind of brain I had that I didn't have control of when I started in eighth grade. And they were going around the class, 
Short Scott, you know. Tall Tim. Conventional Kevin. <laughs> Unconventional Evan. <laughs> no. uh, and it finally it got to me, and I had what I thought was the greatest idea. I was like, I'm not going to do it exactly right either. I'm going to put a little spin on it. And I, so I was like, uh, God. Uh, I, also, I did this. Uh, remember, I'm new. Big glasses. Slicked hair. Not slick hair, you, you know, uh, bad. Every, Mike Man, that's what I said. Uh, like a superhero, you know, but with the power of obliviousness. So, unable to see what's going to happen to him in a single bound. Uh, and I thought I was going to get, like, you know, carried out on my shoulders. Uh, damn it, son of a... Uh, other people's shoulders. Uh, I thought I was going to get carried out on my own shoulders. <laughs> That's basically like people dislocated my shoulders, then used it as a splint to, I don't know. Uh, so they didn't react like I wanted them to. Now you guys did because you're like, oh, they didn't react like you wanted them to. That's funny. Now we do react. Like, I guess, I don't know what I wanted, you know, just like applause. Applause, Allison, you know. Uh, but uh, just for the rest of the year, they were just, these, these kids would be like, it was probably only one kid, but just all the time, like, would pop out from behind like a corner and be like, Mike Man. <laughs> so it was like I wasn't even the new kid at all. I was, it was just, <laughs> oh God, just the year. Uh, anyway, that's the sincerest form of flattery. I say to myself, uh, anyway, I'm not in eighth grade, so I'm happy. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you guys. I have a present for you. Oh, you're... You always have presents for me, and I keep them all and have them. And <laughs> yeah. I can, I can tell you what they are. And So this is Ooh. actually from, <laughs> I made this little guy. There's a face on him, um, and I made it at Camp Murray, the Girl Scout camp uh, from the, the picture where I posted earlier where I was really not feeling it. The pool was full of bugs, but um, I was really good at the art part of it. So that's what She that was is. really good at the art part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of phoned this one in, but... Of, uh, of all the things that you've ever given me, <laughs> this is the best. Yay. Uh, thank you so much thank for you, sharing, Mike. Of course. Mike thank Kaplan, you. everybody. Thanks, Mike. Right. Oh, wait. Do you want to plug something real quick? Oh, yeah. Sure. Give a plug. I have... Uh, speaking of children, I have a new album out about how I don't want children. Uh, <laughs> and it's called No Kidding. And... Yeah. Uh, and I also have a special on Netflix you can watch and you can uh, just follow me around all day. So uh, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah, it's great. I, um, I always, I feel like we do, we play those games in improv as grownups because um, that's what improvisers do. Um, and I feel like the L's are always not a good choice. Like lazy Lissa. I mean, it's accurate. Fat but Phil. <laughs> but P.H., Right. Yeah. That's yeah, what I that's had. Right. That was a kid covering up that he called me fat. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> True story. <laughs> um, you look great right now, though. Thank you. Right? I, uh, thanks. Phil looks great today. Thanks. Stop. Come. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I attribute it to high-waisted pants because we all got to grow up eventually, you know? Do we? Maybe. Fred Mertz. Phenomenal grown-up. Um, I'm wearing a pin with Fruit Loops on it right now. That's great. I wish, like, all my watches broke within, like, the last two weeks. That's because so, L.A. doesn't want you to be on a watch, you know? It doesn't just, want me to be on my It's got to be chill. Time. God damn yeah. it. All right. 
Do I want to be on Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one uh, wants to see me run in slow motion. That's weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's let's get the yeah. Next let's guest move it on. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, our next guest um, is an amazing, prolific um, artist. You can actually purchase some things that he makes right outside in Meltdown. He is the creator of Rainbow Brain Skull, which makes all kinds of beautiful. Um, like hand-drawn and digital art. So good. Um, and he's a, he's a comedian as well. He's been on Craig Ferguson, and uh, he's a cool guy. Give it up for Ramin Nazer. Yeah. Hello. Thank you. Thank Welcome. you. Sounds like a pretty good guy to me. You are. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Ramin, are you enjoying some Gushers right now? Uh, no, it's uh, Trident Minty... Minty bubble gum. This isn't a prepared bit or anything. She didn't know I was going to be chewing gum. <laughs> I shouldn't fine. even be chewing gum right now, but I also read somewhere that it, like, it gets perceived as confidence. <laughs> we all need People it once in a while. But this is, uh, this is minty bubble, so it's like the mint part shows that you're an adult, and then the g- bubble gum shows you're still deep inside. I'm still a, Perfect. Feel like a kid. The it's mullet like of gum. Wait, are you? Oh, yes. Put it on display right here. This yeah. is, Trident is not supporting the show in any way, but maybe they should, right? They should. Um, so, Ramin, any uh, any stories of, of horror or, or wonder from being the new kid when you were little? Hmm. Yeah, actually, I have a similar name story to Mike, but it's kind of... It, it could almost be perceived positively, but not in the tone. It all comes in tone because Mike Mann sounds, sounds good, but when right. they say it in that tone, it's not good. I moved to Texas from Canada and you know I'm the brown and I was I was chubby and had pimples and so I had all the the bad the triggers to be like oh we'll pick on that that kid I wasn't picked on that much but what was the point of the story oh yeah <laughs> at the front at the beginning of the of the class I went to go check into the science class and give my my ID papers mm-hmm. or whatever to show that I'm the new student to Coach Brown, because all the science and geography teachers in Texas, they're all coach. I don't know if you guys <laughs> have it here but in Texas. Wait. Is that, a, is that not a thing everywhere? No. No, all the male teachers are also coach, so you like <laughs> refer to them as coach, otherwise you get in trouble. That's so Texan. That's like Friday Night Lights in so real I give, life. I give Coach Brown um, my, my papers. I just put it on his desk, and then I turn around and walk to, my, to an empty desk, and then halfway, do you like how I half? acted the walk to the desk. <laughs> I should do it. I walked halfway to the desk and he goes, slow down there, cowboy. <laughs> and then the class erupted. They just loved it so much. And I was cowboy from that, like from age 10 till I graduated yeah. high school to that certain, to that certain group of people uh, that was there that day. It and, could be worse. And to their friends that spread. Yeah, Cowboy is not Did you bad. ever lean into it? Like, Come out, come out with boots and like a bolo tie one day. And just be like, no, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't have the. I didn't have that confidence, the gravitas yet. I, but now he does. <laughs> Try then, mint bubble gum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the gum. Uh, well, I I am so excited to see this uh, this artifact that you've so generously shared with us. So of let's course. let's see the first uh, slide. So tell us. Uh, you may have to read it out to the audience. Parts of it. Okay. This one says. Um, in the beginning, God did not create the heavens and the earth. And it says atheists and agnostics meeting. I guess I thought that was funny because I thought it was funny for atheists and agnostics as agnostic ag- <laughs> <nos-tics laughs> 
to have meetings because I thought the whole thing was that they were against, you know, the organizations and meetings, but then they make the meetings. And it was before South Park did a thing about it. So at the time, I thought it was kind of funny. Well, for how a, old were you when you did this? That one, that was like teenager, maybe like, I don't know, 13, 14. Yeah, it's amazing for that age. Oh, like okay, that yeah. is, it, when you sent these to me, I was like, are these from his childhood? This, I'm yeah. not this sure. one's later because this one's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> so this must have been 1999, uh-huh. like the height of NSYNC or whenever that was. And it says, I thought we were going to a Tool concert. <laughs> Oh. He's a name a bigger tool than this guy, <laughs> but he's like now, right? Now he's like he's good. He does. I mean, funny he on. he won me over. Like I was never into pop music, certainly not boy bands. But now, yeah, I think sex, yeah. bringing sexy back is a catchy song, and I think that he's a good dancer and stuff. I haven't fully dived into the vault or anything, but yeah, no, the tw- the twenty twenty experience if is you gave, outstanding. If you gave Justin Timberlake. If you said, okay, Justin Timberlake, you entertain people on this stage for an hour and me for an hour, he's going to beat the shit out of me in entertainment. He's just a better entertainer. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. I, don't I think you have the... different skill sets. No, I, I feel like, yeah, you... It's 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 night and day. I feel like you're you're a little bit more lasting. A lot of your art, a lot of oh, the Rainbow Brain Skull stuff. But do you like that I defend? I have to defend every decision, even if it's from childhood. It's like I didn't mean to make fun of him or him or agnostics or atheists or religious people. Or and like, again, this is why you're a comic. Yeah, we just are disclaimers for everything. Disclaimers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to be protected. That's right. <laughs> we got to protect our asses. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know, rabid rabid audience members. And. I'm sorry that that uh, the stage is quite small, but you'll have this to move is, over to see this guy. Um, that's actually that's my friend David Pell. I put his name on the thing because I thought he'd get a kick out of it. But um, how the, does he feel to be implicated? Is, <laughs> the idea is it's a calculus it's a calculus test, and they say show all work for credit, and then it shows a picture of the guy <laughs> cheating off the guy with the glasses. That's the work that he did. He's he's looking at. Um, is- Oh, there are no actual numbers in there. I was like, is this correct? No, what it's is just some F1X uh, limb. It looks I don't even nappy. know if it's a real formula. Someone, can someone verify <laughs> if it's a real formula? No mathematicians? No. It is? <laughs> uh, what if it does, though? What are we solving for here, you know? Exactly, yeah. Why would it just be negative? This is really one of life's questions. <laughs> I love it. I love those like laser eyes. <laughs> and he looks so evil. His eyes hurt. No, the, like, laser, the laser would be continuous. This is like rain drops or something. <laughs> Unless he lasered and then he blinked and then he lasered again. So no, they're, they're laser. Morse code laser eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, I, I'm not supposed to sit down. Oh, you can if you want to, but like we're going to yeah. show another one and yeah, you're going to have to move around anyway. Another bit. We'll, we'll just move around. Yeah. It keeps the stage warm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us here about Veronica. Oh, so this is this is a little series. This might even be before those ones, but me and my friend Derek, we would just laugh at how stupid syndicated comics were. Like everyone thought Ga- uh, Kathy and Garfield and all that. There's no jokes to them. Like let's make our own syndicated comic where there's <laughs> so like there's bad no, on purpose comics. Yeah, there's no joke to it. It's just very bland, but not too. So this one goes: Veronica is so beautiful. I'm finally going to ask her out on a date. Hi, Veronica. Want to go date out on a go sometime? Or, I mean, go out on a date? <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, my God. You nailed you that nailed stumbling nailed rom-com it. awkwardness. Do you have one about praying for your dead cat or something like that from Family Circus? Like, our cat's in heaven. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, That's like every comic of theirs. Anyway. So this one, he says, do you have the time? No. Sorry. 
but I can tell you the time. And then he's, he's seen spanking <laughs> him, <laughs> spanking him, and engaged in possibly some kind of um, anal Amazing. intercourse with his friend Wait, slash I, lover. Wait, I I really don't. Is, is there something to, to get that I'm not getting, or is like he's like pounding out however many hours? No, I think that's just one of those B sides that it just <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know how to end itself. Fades out they're into, both enjoying it at the end, though. I mean, this they is, sure he's, are. He's smiling while bent over, so <laughs> this is fully consensual. Fully consensual. Yes. Next slide, please, Beowulf. Okay, this is also part of. Oh, we. we I called it. I called it living on the edge. He actually had his own too, and I like wanted to see if I had some of his, but I only had the ones I made. And I guess it wouldn't matter. I'm not supposed to show other people's things. Yeah, that's cheating. Yeah, yeah. But his his is very funny, and he wants to do stand up one day. He's in his 30s, and he just got divorced, so maybe he'll do it now, but I think... I think What's his name? Give him, a, give him a plug. What's his name? His name's Derek Bishop. He's very funny. Awesome. Derek okay. Bishop. Look him up. Okay. Um, yeah, this one, there's a dinosaur, and he's running away, and he's, think, he's saying, I'm starting to think time travel wasn't such a great idea. Wah, wah. <laughs> Why are you holding a picture of a fountain? Motivation to help me finish the big race. You'll do anything to win, won't you? <laughs> so the podcast listeners can't can't see it, but his arms were placed on his hips when he said that, which made it infinitely funnier. So that's why. And by the oh, way, this for, is going on a podcast. It is. So for podcast listeners, if it's okay with you, oh, totally. I was going to post this um, on the Bitch Seats Facebook page. Sure. Is that cool? You can post anything you want on any page. It's 2017. Donald J. Trump is the president of the United States. We don't know what anything is anymore. There are no rules. But even if all that wasn't true, and even if it was at the end of history when it's all world peace and everything, even then you can still post it. Thanks, Ramin. It's a good disclaimer. (laughs) This poor guy. Okay, did you finish that paper? Oh, yeah, of course. And then, exclamation point, Mm -hmm. not just cutting to the end. Maybe it would be a good idea to start using my planner. <laughs> <laughs> this you're you're nailing that like non-humor humor of the funny pages. Yeah. There's no joke in that. It's actually just a real life problem <laughs> that a lot of people have. <laughs> so I would say this is more like an advice column maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this was me last week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, can we see the next one please? All right. Oh, this is oh, an bloody. interesting strip called This Week with Bear. There's not much of a premise here. <laughs> the formula goes as follows. Panel one, some sort of scenario not involving Bear is presented. Mm-hmm. Panel two, Bear appears and wreaks some kind of havoc. Panel three, Bear is doing something completely ordinary, something you and I <laughs> might do on a, on a regular day. So, first one, you see a tent in the first panel. Bear is then attacking a group of seemingly, you know, innocent campers. One bone completely clean there in the middle. (laughs) Doesn't fuck around this guy. The next uh, bear is seen at a grocery store at the checkout with a bunch of toilet paper on the cart. And he's saying, no laxatives, huh? What about prunes? I mean, I, just to cut in here for a second, do you know about the Panda cheese commercials? Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. If you guys don't, you should Google them. It's not, it, it's from, I think they're Scandinavian. Yeah, it's not dissimilar to this, but it's also. Uh, it's a little not bit different, like but this. you're going to be surprised. There's already a This Week with Bear. 
And it's the, more like a ploy to make you buy cheese. It's a commercial. It, it, I'm saying you came first for sure, okay, but it's good, a little good. bit similar in a weird way. We're so talking Zootopia style. You could probably sue. Okay, okay. I'm kidding. I probably couldn't. No, I wasn't it's going to company. anyway. Even Don't. if I had to talk to a free lawyer, I still wouldn't. <laughs> good okay, so who's on the toilet here? No one in particular. I guess anyone without hair or just didn't want to draw hair. No, I did want to draw hair. See? I guess hair was okay back then. No, no one in particular. He's reading the squiggly news. Pants are down. No genitals uh, visible or anything like that. Don't want to get too raunchy up in here. And Bear is seen eating his head off of the toilet. Yeah, that is a vicious motherfucker. And then last panel, would you like an Albertson's preferred card? Is that free? Yes, yes it is. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's bare. He's just like us. He's barely making it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nobody. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel. I should have brought the bell. I should have brought the bell. Probably should have. We have a a bell for our podcast whenever Phil makes a bad joke. Um, Oh, yes. So sorry. And we have one. We have one more. Yeah. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Continued this week with bear. So first one, we've got Lucifer himself hanging out in, you know, his pit of darkness. I love the details of the people suffering. Like this poor guy strung up. He's, the, yeah. he's making the monk I scream face. I completely forgot about this, but I, I, I never was much of a, a gore. Like I wasn't one of those kids that's always drawing those elaborate torture rooms things. But it, Good. Uh, like some of, I guess looking back on these, it's like, oh, I guess I did do that a little bit. And then. Looking at some of my books, which you can check out at the Rainbow Brain Skull stand at the Meltdown side. Right out here. It's great. Um, yeah, there's stuff like that in it, too. It's, I guess it's a recurring theme, like hell and heaven and stuff. But yeah, hell, uh, yeah, Lucifer and, and hell, and then Bear comes and he eats Lucifer's arm, and then, then you're like, oh, he's destroying the Lord of Darkness. And then the last panel, he's up, and now he's attacking God. So then God is saying, ah, no, what an ironic turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> and Bears out for himself. I'm not. Yeah, he so is. I don't know if that is irony. Is it? Is that Alanis Morissette irony or is that normal irony? I, it's more as Alanis. Alanis. It's definitely Morissette. Alanis. If this irony. was made in the '90s. It was pretty Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> it's a changeover. And if it's not ironic, it is. Oh, it is. We ironic? got the stamp okay. of a true irony. I thought ir- irony would be if if. Wouldn't irony be if Lucifer ate bear, or it can work anyway, as long as it's it's one thing and then the thing. It's reverses. what you don't expect. Yeah, it's a yeah. reversal. Yeah. We'll have to draw a formula for it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Cool. I appreciate your support verbally and financially later. <laughs> last All right. One. Last panel here. We have so Saint, got Saint Timmy's. Saint, 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 St. Timmy's Children's Hospital. <laughs> They've got their IV dongles here, not really hooked up to anything. Why? <laughs> They're Why out there. Just in case. Just he's in hanging case. out to dry for the night. Once again, Bear is proving that he's only out for himself. And then someone, the narrator, is then giving the thumbs point to the side saying, Oh, Bear. <laughs> the Bear looked like he jumped on the child so hard his head popped off. He sure did, my friend. He sure did. <laughs> this guy is an agent of chaos. I love it. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, we have these pictures of you that you so nicely um, toggled together for us. If we could see these pictures of Ramin, 
when he was a tot. Um, that one actually doesn't, that doesn't count as any drawing anything, but that that kid drew some of that stuff and that kid drew some of that stuff. See, you look but, like you're, you're, you're such a Poindexter, like you would never know, you know? Precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your secret identity. It's Rainbow Brain Skull. Yeah, so um, when did you start drawing? How old were you when that happened? I don't know. I just you didn't always, come and said it for oh, oh, sure, yeah. Which one should I block? I'll block center just for symmetry. Yeah. Got the red, got the blue. It's I, I always drew. I remember my brother drew dinosaurs with crayon and different mm-hmm. colored ones, and each one of the different colored ones had different powers, and rockets would shoot out of some of them, and he'd draw, like, the Enterprise and things like that, and I started doing that as well. I tried to copy old X-Men drawings. I'd always want to draw, like... I wouldn't draw Wolverine's claws first, but I just couldn't wait to draw the claws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the most the rest, fun part. Yeah, the rest of him would just be really shitty and rushed. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, now I can get to the, yeah, it's like trying uh, to, mm, yeah, I always, now I can draw his claws. I always <laughs> fucked up the claws. I would always concentrate on the glove because I didn't never, because the direction of the claws were always wonky. You never knew where they're coming from, but then they would just be squigglies coming out of his hands like toothpaste. Yeah, <laughs> or not? Yeah, so like yeah, I know what that's like, but yeah, it's like you had the opposite problem of me. You, yeah, you, so it's like you didn't enjoy the clause. Yeah, if we hung out, we could have figured it out. We could have figured out the we whole. We can package. figure it out right now. Let's what, do it. What better time than now? It's gonna be a Wolverine sketch off right after this, folks. <laughs> um, well, Ramin, I have a gift for you. Get um, out of here. Because I have a gift for all my here. Don't forget your gum. Of course. Anyone want any? Yes. Really? <laughs> okay. Me and Mike want some gum. You did or you did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you good at catch or do you suck? Okay, you good? What a generous dude. Yeah. Um, What a catch. uh, Just hopefully as an inspiration for your future. Maybe you can draw this guy. You probably have already. Much better. This is, um, it was a a favor from something. Could have been a bar mitzvah. It says, uh, oh, wait. No, it says Fasti on it, which means it's from a, um, a Jewish youth group convention. Uh, it is from January 10th, 1998, and it's for you. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And, uh, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Do you, uh, thank you very much. You want to plug anything real quick before you head out? Um, you don't have to. No, no, I totally do. I've got, do I have time to play the video for it? No, I probably don't. I'm doing a Kickstarter for my new book, which is hopefully coming out. In July. Yes. So if you want to give, you have lots of disposable income. Maybe you can give this ass some money. And um, that's yeah, ooh. amazing. Where can the we whole, follow you on uh, on Instagram or Twitter? What's just your search yeah. for Ramin Nazer, Ramin Nazer, R A M I N N A Z E R, or search for Rainbow Brain Skull on internet, and <laughs> you'll wind up with me eventually, and then we can you know hang out again. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing yeah. the show. Thank you, man. Yeah. All right. Ramin Nazar, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you got time, if you if you got cash, check out his, his stuff out front and, and definitely buy one of those. They're great. Um so yeah, he's great he's great. Too. I love it. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try and uh, weasel my way into getting him to make some art for the show. Yeah? You're yeah. saying that out loud in front of I a am. lot of people. That's right, that's right. Um so uh before I forget if you guys get the munchies out here, um, Lindsay is selling snacks in the back. So please uh, go do that whenever you want. And um, I'm going to pull one of these raffle tickets for one of these free pairs of movie tickets right now. Yes. So get your raffle ticket out. Did you lose it already, Allison? Here you go, Phil. Oh, I get to pull it. You can pull it next time. Thanks. 
Oh, your hand can't fit in the jar. Oh, <laughs> fat Phil. Oh, oh, no. It's fine. I'm totally normal now. Oh, no. I'm just like. Don't get it stuck in there. All right. I'm just a little damaged. Um, numbers. Five, three, nine, eight, two, six. Yeah, yeah, front row. That's what I'm talking about. Excellent. What's your name, sir? Matt. Matt, congratulations. Enjoy. Yes. All right. Sweet. Don't say we never did anything for you. Okay. Um, uh, And without further ado, we have our second interlude coming to the stage. Let's do it. Another good friend of the show. He's done the show a number of times, and we love him. Um, He... You can look for um, epic rap battles of history on YouTube, and you're going to be blown away a little bit. He is a writer and a comedian. He's written for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Give it up for Zach Sherwin. Hi. Hi. Yeah. So we're going to clear the stage for you, sir. Here's your mic. Enjoy. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Hey. I'll step to the side so when my picture clicks through, whenever that is, you can fully appreciate it and compare and contrast. Look at me now, look at me then. Still got it. This chair is obscuring my vintage British British Knights. I know you remember that brand. R.I.P. Tiger. Born, yeah, that cat's been dead for so long. Holy shit. He was born Tiger Lily. And then the vet was like, we have crazy news. His testicles haven't descended yet. And then he just became Tiger. They didn't have a chance to descend because they were cut out of his body. This is not what I'm here to talk about. Um, A couple thoughts. Uh, Do you think anybody has ever been like, uh, refers to Munster cheese as like Mun cheese and been like, I've got the Mun cheese. Do you have any Mun cheese to the person that they're hanging out with? Maybe. I also don't think so, but I thought it would be funny to bring to the group for consideration. Um, And also... Ramin and I are friends. He actually did the album art for my second record. Um, he's an amazing, yeah, he's, he's great. And looking at the pictures of him when he was young, I was like, he's, I've never seen baby pictures of my friend. He's so cute. Uh, I hope that's not weird to say. Um, in the young pictures. Uh, and then I saw the teenage one, and I was like, it's good that babies are so cute so that their parents like, don't kill them when they're teenagers and like, still need help but aren't cute anymore and are the opposite. It's a rough phase. I had had an awkward phase, too. I was about to head into it. Cincinnati Reds, world champs. Any baseball fans in the place? 1990, is that right? Nice. Um, So, real quick, a thing about new kids, which is what this show is. Has anyone mentioned new kids on the block yet? Has that been discussed yet? I want to be the person who touches that first. I have a memory. I was thinking about it when I was standing back there of listening to the song... I was over at my friend's, and we, she was playing the song um, Hangin' Tough, and we were playing the video game Skate or Die, and eating Sun Chips, which were a new product, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, that has to be one of the most specifically time-stamped memories that I have in my repertoire. And then I... I would just, this is also something I've never thought about before, but the acronym for New Kids on the Block is NKOTB. And it always bothers me because it reminds me of NKVD, which I think were our enemies in the Vietnam War. I think that was the name for the group. Can anyone speak to that? Baseball records? Just sports? Got it. Okay. Well, 
Um, I am going to uh, perform a song for you, and specifically it's going to be a rap song. I've been rapping since, actually, probably right around the time that I had this picture taken, a little bit after maybe, around 1991, I got my first uh, rap tape for Hanukkah, and uh, it was um, Naughty by Nature's self-titled debut album. And uh, I started writing my own raps right away. But then I didn't start writing them and performing them on stage for grown-ups uh, until about maybe 10 years ago. And uh, this is one of the first raps that I ever wrote when I started writing the kind of raps that I sometimes do now. It's too complicated. But I will say I haven't performed this one in a while, but a couple things to know about it. Uh, that's too much light to find. I'll stand over here. Um, first of all, um, everything in it is true. And second, I haven't performed it in a while, so I had to relearn it from Spotify on the drive over here. So <laughs> if any lyrics go by, don't worry. I have the general thread of it. Don't be a perfectionist about it. I might. I, at one point, I was rapping, and I said wife instead of life on the way over, and I was like, boy, that'll be confusing for people if I say that in the thing. But anyway, so I shouldn't have even told you. It's probably going to go fine. But if it doesn't, just know that it's okay. Okay, let's do it. You like that shit? Here's a little fact that you might not know. Before I was a top-level Mike Honcho, and before I was a hip-hop icon, yo, when I was a kid, I did Taekwondo. My hero at the studio was named DC. He was a black belt of the second degree. My parents had split up when I was a toddler, and DC felt like a replacement father. Kind, warm, likable, and he could break three concrete blocks with his hand. Coolest dude at the gym. I hoped one day I would grow up to be like him. Now when DC free sparred, he put on an athletic cup so that he could keep guard. Not a big deal, a lot of guys wore them, but only DC wore his on top of his uniform. But he was the grown up, so I did the same thing when I got my own cup. And that was just fine until my fam moved and I started another dojo, brand new. Jaws dropped when I walked in the spot with my pants underneath and my drop on the top. And poor little me did not have a clue that was something that you just didn't taekwondo. Pull up a chair and move in close, presenting for your amusement, folks. Use my quotes and my music notes to learn your taekwondo's and don'ts. Know 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 your taekwondo's and don'ts. As I passed into adolescence, I kept right at it. Classes, lessons, jumping around in PJs of white as I lived through the most awkward phase of my life. Why was I trying to master these feats? My body was changing as fast as my sheets. And the part that's ironic is, martial arts is supposed to give you confidence? Ha! Board breaks wearing braces? I did it. Getting punched in the acne? I did it. Passing out in class because I had low blood pressure from getting growth spurts? Did it. Voice cracks yelling, hiya! Did it. Trying pressure points on my mom? Did it. Wearing my Bart Simpson boxers to class and you could see him right through my uniform? Did it. Pull up a chair, man. Move in close. Presenting for your amusement, folks. You just use my quotes and my music notes to cold learn your do's and don'ts. Know your do's and don'ts. Know your... That's my hype man. Yep. Know your do's and don'ts. Know your Taekwondo's and don'ts. Okay, 
Years later, Zach, 12th grade, cup in the pants, black belt made, and every Sunday morning, all the black belts would meet for the boot camp workout, just the elite. One Sunday, I awoke still high right after a marijuana smoke-filled night. I should have slept in, but decided to sweat it out. So I grabbed my gym bag and I headed out to the dojo, stressed and distraught. I was more of a mess from the pot than I thought, and my eyes were the size of a micron, so I was not looking forward to high quando. Now, my black belt was a first degree. It's as low as a BB can be. Certainly, I was the lowest rank there that day, so I got scared when I heard the sensei say, we got a new skill to practice. We're going to drill fighting back against multiple attackers. Zach, you'll be the first victim. All the higher rank black belts, get them. Oh, I groaned. I couldn't have held my own if I hadn't been stoned, let alone fried on the mare I won. Uh, should have stayed home. Taekwondo. Farting in the middle of push-ups, did it. Kicking a woman's boob by accident, did it. Listening to tag teams, whoop, there it is, to psych myself up before class, did it. Testing for my black belt twice, did it. Because I failed the first time, did it. But feeling okay about failing, because later that night I touched my first vagina, did it, y'all? Taekwondo do's and don'ts! Taekwondo's and don'ts! You gotta know your Taekwondo's and don'ts. Know your Taekwondo's and don'ts, yeah! Thank you, guys! Thank you. Ah, that was amazing. That was amazing. Zach. Thanks. Oh, my God. That kind of makes me wish that I had done any kind of martial arts, but I didn't. I um, didn't. But the crowd didn't like when I French kissed my young self in silhouette. I'm <laughs> coping with that right now. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't do martial arts, but I've got something staring me in the face a little more directly. No. I understand. I understand. Um, listen, I got a gift for you. You're going to collect all the gifts. Collect them all. Can uh, I say one thing about that song before we move please, to the gift phase? Please. I was thinking about this. I, I wanted to say it to you, audience, afterwards, that, like I said, um, that was one of the first songs that I wrote when I started doing this kind of performing. And so it's a song about me being a new kid, but I was a new kind of new kid yes. at the time when I wrote the song. And now... I feel like I'm an old kid, but I must be at the start of something that I'm the new kid of that later I'll look back. It's, you know, it's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready for You're always gift. the new kid of something. Yeah. All right. This is from um, a Kellogg's Corn Flakes box. Um, it's a race car. There's a five on it. I don't know if that's a meaningful number to you, but um, also I looked up to see. The prophecy. <laughs> um, the, the, the hood of the car does open. Um, I looked up to see if it was worth anything. It's worth five bucks. I'm sorry. So it'll that's, just that's have what five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> nice work, Fat Phil. You and me. So uh, here you go. P-H-A-T. Thank you. May you speed into your future with thank good health. Thank you. And yes. thank you all. Oh wait, do you wanna do you wanna plug anything before you yeah. pop off? Um, I guess I have a YouTube channel that has music videos for some of my songs. My name is Zach, like Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. And Sherwin, like Sherwin Williams paint. <laughs> so Zach Sherwin. And um, besides that, I would just, this was, today was like a, uh, I don't know where everyone's political sympathies lie, but it's been a shitty few months since November. And today was the first time that with all the caveats and stipulations and bet hedging you could do about it, today was kind of like a win for the people. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. I'll just yeah. remind us of that. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Zach Sherwin, everybody. Woo! I do not still do martial arts. 
Yes. Um, yeah, so, for the for the podcast listeners who are going to be listening to this later, yes, uh, the healthcare um, debacle has crisis has been averted for now. Has been averted for now. For now, it's a cliffhanger. I'm sure they'll come back. Don't. <sighs> uh, I mean, I can't afford the premium anyway, so uh, yeah. Really, it's one of the like the shittiest. He is the embodiment of the shittiest college party where you know two of those people worked at the same GameStop. You Who know? is Trump? Oh. <laughs> that whole uh, it's just the worst but it's fun to see that he's been set back it's really he was really driving fun. a big rig the other day like he, he doesn't had give a, a good shit. day he had a good day Is making he... stupid faces all the time i bet he still gets i bet he still gets like um disney band-aids when he gets a tetanus shot <laughs> yeah i i'm sorry i, I gotta take it back to, uh when demerle I, I don't hate you as much as i hate seeing trump in the news Inside uh, Twin Peaks joke again. Sorry. Okay, there's two. Maybe there'll be one more. Rule of threes. I don't know. Maybe. Look out for the end of the show, guys. There will be a third Wind and Merle joke. Okay. Sensible I love disguises. You, they make me angry. Okay, I know. Let's I know. Go. All right. So um, we've never tried this before on the show. Uh, I'm really excited about it. My my friend, my dear friend, is in town from New York. And uh, she's been on the podcast before with the same artifact from her youth. But I was like, how can we twist this in a way that makes her feel both vulnerable and redeemed on stage? Because that's why we do this show. Um, And she, uh, well, she'll tell you all about it. But uh, she is a comedian and an actor. She is actually, uh, she was a law professor and she left that life so she could do comedy and acting, which I think is so badass. And um, she's Liz Glazer. Where's she at? Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we're so happy Welcome. to have you. Yeah. Um, real quick before we do this, yep. um, story about you being a new kid? Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I have, I feel like whenever I'm a new kid, like even including right now, this moment is the moment that I fear all the time, which is strange maybe to choose this as a job, but like, I don't know. I like to challenge myself, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I, in ninth grade, um, that was probably the worst of it. And I, so I went to a school, I went to private school in New Jersey and then I went to Orthodox Jewish day school cause my parents were just like, we want her to know, to know exactly what she's doing wrong at all times. Uh huh. Like, That's how the Jews um, roll. Yes. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, and, and so anyway, so I went to that kind of a school from first through 12th grade, but there are fewer high schools than there are elementary and junior high schools of that ilk. Mm-hmm. And so like I was funneled along with some of my classmates from eighth grade into another high school. And so it was just nine of us from my old school Mm -hmm. that were in this high school. And the high school was in New York City. So like everything about it was like a hundred times cooler than I could ever be. And um, where did you grow up in New York City? Well, I grew up in New Jersey, but Mm -hmm. then, you know, this high school was was in the city. How how far uh, in New Jersey were you? Um, well, I guess like 17 minutes about. Okay. So you were yeah. the bridge and tunnel crowd yeah. when you were still in high school. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway, so yeah, so started high school. I thought I was fine because my best friend also came, but then she was like, never mind you. I can play oh. basketball. You can't. Oh, <laughs> and hurts. I'm going to be friends with Nuriel Tugendhoft. And so. Fuck um, that person. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But anyway, so I just like had no friends 
and it changed like it it turned around i feel like i like to live my life like it's a movie it's just like get a slow start so you can be the hero you know that everyone's like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah behind yeah, yeah. the really underdog me yeah. right like in my own brain um but anyway so so for that first year of high school was really really bad i like i in order to demonstrate to my mother exactly how bad it was i would come home and cry every night um, which now I would kill for that sort of emotional availability. Oh, I know. <laughs> my my right? antidepressants have killed it's just it. Just like, completely. where's that at an audition? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> just pretend right. you're in high school and nobody wants to talk to you. So, but yeah. So, in order to demonstrate to my mother that I was like really having a bad time, I was like, there was one day that I was like, I can count how many words I said out loud today. Yikes. Yeah. And that was, it was really, it got her. And she was like, listen, you can transfer if you want to like the other high school that was in Paramus, New Jersey, where other people from my eighth grade also went. And did you? I didn't. By that time, like by the end of the year, it was better. I have to say, I think yeah. that you were brave to stick it out. And Thank I, you. I mean, since I was so rarely the new kid, like I uh, was terrified of change. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of every year I had a meltdown because uh, everything I knew was coming to an end. And then at the beginning of, of the next year was like, Oh God, what if it's horrible? God. You know? Yeah. And then, um, uh, I had the option when I went to high school of going to a private school. My parents said, do you want to do that? And I said, no, cause yeah. I was too scared to leave my everything. So oh, interesting. So yeah. Yeah. I was happy to see it burn down at the end every year. Like I was, <laughs> Like happy to like totally. forget all associations with people and start again because maybe I'll do it better next time. Okay. I viewed it the same way as you did probably. Yeah. Like in, in it movie sounds terms. right. So you have to give meaning to a lot of the shitty tropes that come about. I know. You got to turn yeah. into tropes basically. Right. Well, it's like, I mean, I like living every moment as though it's, I, I feel like some people were saying this earlier in the mm -hmm. night, just like it's the beginning of something. It's the, you know, like, right. Who knows how we'll look back at exactly this moment. Right. And that's a beautiful, you know? optimistic yeah. way to think about it. For Thank me, you. because of my mother and the, the angry Jewish God, I always assume that at the beginning of something, like yeah. the worst possible outcome will, will happen, will ensue. Right. Regardless. Right. But then but it's then a nice surprise also, when it's not. Yeah. yeah. And the beginning is like where there's light. Yeah. See, Liz, I just want to, Keep you around so you can be like my Jiminy Cricket. I, me I would things. love to be around. <laughs> uh, I like it here. So, so oh, yes. Is so, yes. Here we have a picture thing, of Liz. So. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Like, you look like you're right out of Twin Peaks, right? She could be Audrey. She could be Audrey. Cool. Yeah. Could I've be. never seen that. You should. Okay. Dancing to sad music. That's Do you want to cool. give some context for this oh, photo? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as if it's not obvious, but <laughs> this ladder here is art. And here's the origin of that. And so, okay, so this is in 10th grade. I was 15 years old. Um, and I, this was a bodysuit. I remember that. That was like when they were in. I'm Wait, 37. Snap crotch? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it was like bad if you had your period. You didn't want to wear a bodysuit. Uh, I, I do diva cup now, and so it's like fine. But, like, I also don't wear bodysuits anymore. Um, just kidding. This is a bodysuit. So, anyway, um, yeah, so whatever about the outfit, the computer, just like cool relic. And I said I'm 37. I just like I like to say my age like a lot just to be contrarian. Just But you, know. you also don't look 37. So it's, yeah. it feels okay to right. say. Right. When it, I look right. 100, then I'll be like I'm 200. So, um anyway, my mom changed a light bulb in my room. So my mother is not a lesbian, but she can do things that I can't, like changing a light bulb. <laughs> um I can't do anything. I don't believe I'm you the at worst all. 
yeah, I don't believe me either is the thing, but I'm also correct. Like, I don't know how to do it, but I do believe that I could go onto YouTube and figure it out. Anyway, so my mom, my mom changed a light bulb in my room and I was like, she was like going to pack up her stuff from her handy woman moment. And I was like, hold on right there, Tobes. Leave the ladder with me. And so I kept it in the center of my room for, you know how like memories, I was going to say for a month, I don't want to lie to you guys like ever, right? This is the beginning of our relationship. But it felt like a month, like in the memory of it. It was definitely more than a week. It was like a while, but I don't know exactly how long it was. Because it was artistic. Right. 20-ish days. Maybe so, yeah. Something like that, where like at some point my mom was like, I need the ladder again, (laughs) and you're being weird. No, it was like the Marcel Duchamp uh, urinal. Yeah, exactly. Just like in my room. And so then I would have my brother follow me around like periodically just for (laughs) photo shoots. Um, It's glamour shots. Yeah, so this is one of the photo shoots. That's fantastic. Thank you. You look great. Thanks. Um, all right. So. Yep. Let's do this. All right. All right. So I'm going to just move this table out of the way because I want to give you all of the space that you need. Cool. Okay. Me? You. Okay. Great. Let me help you. You're so helpful. Earn those free tickets. All right. <laughs> So oh, you won the movie tickets. That's so, Liz. Yes, Lissa. You can go for it. Whatever okay. you want to do. Do you want to take it? Yeah. All well, right. I th- I th- that was what we we're going to do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is Pachi, um, and Pachi is my baby blanket. Well, I'll just tell Pachi and tell him in front of you guys. So, okay. Um, this is a monologue to my baby blanket. Uh, Pachi. When I was little, I thought I was going to marry you. Um, I don't know what I feel about marriage right now. You identify as male. I know that because I assigned your gender identity. (laughs) We've never revised it, um, but also you haven't communicated to me (laughs) anything that I think I should know. So I think you're still male. And we sleep together every night. We took a break for a little while because we were sleeping with somebody who did not like Pachi. And then we stopped sleeping with her, so that was better. Uh, and now now we're not sleeping with anybody. And I wonder sometimes about if I'm broken because that's true. Um, and I seek answers from you and solace in you, certainly refuge in you. You never leave and you'll never die. When I was little, I used to have these terror fantasies that I would be in the car and daddy was driving and everybody was in the car and we were about to approach the toll to the George Washington Bridge and um, then you would just go out of the car and then I wouldn't be able to like communicate to everybody in the car that we had to go back for you and this would be a thing that I would call upon to make me cry. Um, and now I do things like that, like go into like terror fantasies about women, um, but like you're still here and I didn't have to worry about you leaving in order for you to stay. And so I think that's maybe the lesson that this talk will generate for me um, is that I don't have to worry about somebody I love leaving in order to demonstrate that I love him or her. Thanks, guys. I'm Liz Glazer. That was beautiful. Wait. 
Okay. You can't Sorry. go away. I have a present for you. Oh my god, I love presents. Oh my god. Well, um, listen. If you guys, you should go listen to Liz's uh, podcast episode, uh, the Bitch Seat podcast episode, where she talks about Pachi and the origin of Pachi. <laughs> yes. But this was amazing. I'm so glad oh, you thanks. did it. Yeah. No, it's very special for me. When's the last time you brought Pachi out? Well, um. I haven't been allowed to bring Pachi out since I was six, and I lost him in the lamp lamp department at Bloomingdale's. Oh my god! <gasps> yeah, you know, a, I, similarly, yeah. I don't know if if you all have this like some kind of like thing from your childhood that was meaningful like that. I had a Allison, you know, I had a rock named Patrick, and um, I found this rock when I was at I went to was it Wellesley? No, it wasn't. It was um, Mount Holyoke uh-huh. um, with Allison in seventh grade. Uh, Cause her yeah, mom went to school there and we were just kind of kicking stones down the street. And I found this rock that was shaped like the state of Georgia and it was green because it had like moss on it. And I kept that rock for years. Wow. And one time I lost it in a gap dressing room and I had to go back for it. Uh, and I finally lost Patrick when um, I was in college and I was carrying him in my pocket every single day. And then eventually I transferred him to my wallet. Sure. So in college, uh, I was getting on um, on the L train in downtown. It was super busy rush hour, and uh, I had, my wallet was in my backpack. And when I sat down on the train, I saw that the front pocket of my backpack was open, and my wallet was missing. Someone had taken it from me, wow. and I couldn't care less about the credit cards or the ID or anything else. Patrick was gone forever, yeah. and that was devastating. So I understand. Yeah. So I don't have Patrick for you, but I do have a special relationship with rocks. I think it's because I'm really short, so I see them more easily. You know, I'm yeah. closer to the ground. Yeah. So this is a motherfucking geode from my childhood bedroom. Wow, for you. thank you. I was, yeah, I was just thinking about getting more rocks. I so, heard you. I heard you. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Enjoy thank you, Lissa. Yeah. You, Phil. Do you want to plug you. anything before yeah. you go? Um. Well, you were saying that you're low to the ground and that made me think of a thing that I do and have been doing since October 17th of 2012 which is taking pictures of money um, that I find on the ground so it's at Penny Project on Instagram I normally don't plug it but hmm. it felt weird I feel like to it's just appropriate. plug that yeah. yeah I have other stuff that's not that obscure to find <laughs> so, but you can the other Google stuff, Liz can Glazer. Google, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, but the Penny Project, like you gotta know to know that's awesome Yeah, thank thanks, you guys. Liz thank, thank you. you yes Ah, uh, so let's uh wait, Phil. Don't sit. Are you ready to draw another raffle ticket? Yeah, we yeah. got one more opportunity for free movie tickets here. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to like hold, yeah, hold it from the bottom so I can really push in. Dirty with my hand. Dirty. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's okay. an impact. Uh, I should have like stuck. Haha. <laughs> Jesus. All right. The numbers are five, three, nine, eight, three, four. Justin! Yeah. J- Justin. I'll give you this ticket after the show. Sweet. You got it. This guy, he's awesome. the guy that, that we want to have free tickets for sure. <laughs> I yes. Um <laughs> anyway, um we're almost at the end of this lovely yes, evening. But we before are. we go, real quick, we're gonna have Mike and Zach come back up and do something. I don't know what it is. So we'll Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherwin, come up on stage, please. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Mike. Hey, Zach. Thank you, Lissa. Yeah, did Thank we? You, uh, did we prepare? Yeah, it's cool. Great. So we're gonna do something in the spirit of new kid. Uh, we're gonna do something completely new. 
um, and uh, improvise some freestyle raps for you guys. Uh, and um, we're going to do it over whatever beat you want. Um, my iPhone is hooked up, and Beowulf, the tech guy, uh, is ready to type any beat, any song name, and then the word instrumental into YouTube, and then play that for us. So you can really take your pick of what the internet has to offer. If we have any requests for us to freestyle over, please lodge them now. Allison Awesome. Around the Way Girl. Wow, taking it back. Can we search for that intro? That's kind of a long title for Beowulf to type in, but that's fine. It's a good suggestion. It'll be less time for us to have to rap. <laughs> oh, I meant to say, we're excited to freestyle for you at the bitch seat, so you guys need to pick which beat. Um, but I got you, to say it anyway. Too so. bad you forgot to do that. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> Would have been great Would to have say been real words. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, nice. Okay, does anyone want to suggest a topic for the freestyle to prove that it's really real, or do you just want to trust us and let us take it? We will take a suggestion if you have one. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Okay, sandwiches and witches are things that I'll talk about. And Lissa kind of looks like a witch in this pick, and that's not the thing that I wanted to talk about. Okay, so I'm a new kid to this topic, and I'm going to wrap some hot shit for you. Hot shit topic? That's probably never been wrapped before. I get so self-conscious when I get on this mic because I'm not a rapper like Zach there. Does rapper and Zach there work? You can make anything rhyme if you change the vowels. Like, look, I'm going to do it now. Oh, I didn't have to. That one worked out. Okay, no doubt. Everything's found. That's the word fine made to rhyme with now. And all the other things that I did. Blow. So, Zach, take it now. Okay, I will. A sandwich treat. Rapping on this beat here at the bitch seat. Mike Kaplan. I'm a fan. It's a pleasure to rap with you, man. Thanks. You're a chap that I like, and I'm rapping with Mike, and I'm grasping this mic, and I'm fast when I strike like an eagle or a hawk. I'm fucking free with the talk. Oh, shit, yo, keeping it up when I squawk like a box, and I got the vowel play. Uh, I will say, who? <laughs> hey, you get it? I thought it, and I said it. That's how a freestyle works, you jerks. It's just the thought and the action, and right in between is the thought. It's a sandwich, you know what I mean? Yes, indeed. Mike could take it to the next scene. All right, now, I'm like the bread, and Zach was the meat, and that's what I said, and that means, like, I'm gonna be done, but I don't want the, that to be the end of the fun. So, get, Zach, you did some nice wordplay about birds, so I'll call it... You know, I don't know what to say. Uh, guys, you understand what I did there. So we're all new kids. Where? Here. On the block. Why not? Everything's fine. That's a thing that we talked about. We could have planned that, but we did not. So don't cut it out. No, do cut it out. Don't cut it out means cut it in. I don't know what I'm saying. Everything's fine. But as long as I keep talking, doesn't sound like I'm not rapping. I'm just going with a thing. And you're on like... Hey, was there any rhymes in there? You can't check unless this is on the podcast. Uh-oh. Okay. So this is, no, not gasp. Not gasp and podcast rhymes. So just wanted to double check that you guys know that If I... you're listening to the podcast, don't go back and write down everything Mike said, because it really might not quite rhyme in the end, but it was an effective experience live. I've got to keep it sharp like a knife. I mean, a knife. I can't make plurals different from my life. We've done a lot of stuff about vowels and consonants off the top of this. When I'm dropping it, I got the light from the back of the room. This means that I need to wrap the wrap up soon, and I will. 
I have a whole plan to stick the landing. God damn it, crowd, don't be so demanding. As I imagine you in my mind, right? Because actually in real life, you're a quite nice, but I put a whole expectation on you. All I really want to do is perform and don you. I mean don you. It means like make dawn break with an epiphany. See the faces that you're giving me and be like, oh my God, you blew my mind. Yo, I'm just trying to wrap up my rhyme and say I love you. You're great. Okay, like LL Cool J from around the way. It goes... I need an around the way crowd. Around the way crowd. You're the one for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know it? We need an around the way crowd. Sandwiches. LL stops for the sample too. Nice. Okay, you can come back. We're done. We did it. Thank you. Oh, yes. Zach Sherwin and Mike Kaplan. Guys, it's a match made in heaven. So wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you got a third beat about Wyndham Earl, Phil? (laughs) Why would you telegraph that? I had it all lined up. Oh, sorry. I'm not doing it now. You ruined it. Rule of threes. Too bad. Ruined rule of threes. That's an inversion. See those, those comics that don't have jokes. That's what we just did. Ack. <laughs> That's Kathy. Yes, I know. You know, I it's her. funny because like there's a joke that I I kind of resemble Kathy in a lot of ways in my life. You know, um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> She's the, just the saddest person to aspire to be. Um, on the plus side, though, now we can we can hashtag Twin Peaks on this podcast and get tons of views of people who who never yes, would have listened to our show. There's the marketing brain on a yeah. failed runner, which is great. <laughs> Here's the marketing brain. If you guys are not following the bitch seat on Twitter, follow us at the underscore bitch underscore seat. Or we just got a new Instagram. It is the bitch seat. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Obviously, subscribe to our podcast. We're on iTunes. You can check out bitchseatpodcast.com. Please tell people about it. Um, we have fun doing it. We you have know. Fun. Yeah, it's good. It's and, good uh, you know, I'm going to leave you with this two line um, thing from this other journal. Uh, Harmony. I love Harmony. Uh, from December 26, 1996. It's a day after Christmas. It's a sad time for everybody in Guilford, Connecticut. A poet's life is a shard of frozen hell and a drink of salty tears to wash it down. That's right. I was 13 years old. Nice. Anyway, guys, thank you so much to Thanks, all the guys. guests. Lori Kilmartin and Ramin Nazer, Mike Kaplan and Zach Sherwin, Liz Glazer, to Beowulf in the booth, to all the interns at this amazing space, the Nerd Melt Showroom. Yes. All the way to you guys. And uh, Give yourselves a hand. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for welcoming us to, welcoming us to L.A. And, and treasure, treasure what got, got you here. here. Good night, guys. I'm Ben. As always, I'm Paul. And we're from Juicy Reviews. We have a podcast where we like to talk and review movies, maybe bring on a wacky character from that movie, and always play some games. We like some games. I actually brought a clip, Paul. Wait, you brought a clip? I brought a clip. Can I listen? Yeah.
I look mad young, right? Yeah, yeah. you look young in the movie, and uh, I hooked up with a bunch of the young chicks at the movie. Oh, you know what? You know what? It's not illegal if you're a police officer. And, and I believe that. And this yeah. is something I wanted to bring up since you're here. Sure. Tell us about all the hookups on set. Oh my god, who's on, hooking up with who? Yeah. So, all right. So, like, there's like these like Asian girls in the movie, right? They play, I, the twins. I right? triple kissed them. Okay, well, a little triple kiss. Triple that way, kissed. I didn't get confused if it was Rachel or Rebecca. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was like, oh, whatever, and I triple kissed them. Was and was that offset or on camera, or and they got cut out, maybe? Or oh, uh, I didn't do it on camera for sure. Okay. I would never, because I, you know, what I mean, that's I could get in a lot of trouble for that. They, I don't, I don't know how old they are. I could never tell with them. But uh, who else? Let me see. Cecily, the girl. Yeah, I chalked. I, I chalked her. You chalked her. What? <laughs> I chalked what is, her. What is chalking? That's when you kind of forcibly kiss someone. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!